0: Welcome to the Greg Bennett Show. I'm your host, Greg Bennett, and today I have a delightful conversation with return guest and good friend Ed Baker. And in this episode, Ed describes the new platform he's built called Any Question. The new app is absolutely extraordinary. It launches today on October 25th. It launches with the very first vertical being the sport of triathlon. Uh, Extraordinary what he's been able to put together over the last six months. We discuss why. He developed this new app what it's about and just how to use it um an incredible episode if you're into building a new business if you've got ideas of wanting to start a new company or what this could be like um ed is just extraordinary at sharing all the wealth of knowledge that he has on how to build a business and build a successful business so if you want to uh go check out any question. You can download it from your, on your Apple phone. And I think Android in December, uh, go check it out or you can go use a link from any of the experts that you might like in the sport of triathlon. They'll have it on their Instagram profile pages today. And you can, um, go check it out um anyway just a fantastic episode i hope you enjoy it as much as i did um before we go on firstly thank you so much for listening if you are enjoying the show again please share it on your all your social platforms that really helps me out and or you can support the show's partners with athletic brewing uh, athletic greens and of course form smart swim goggles so go check them out all great companies and great products i hope you enjoy this one as much as i did and remember success comes to those who endure just one moment longer A quick mention of the show's partners. These are all great companies and products that I use daily. If you want to support the show, you'd be doing me a massive favor by supporting these brands. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Brewing. Anyone will tell you that I'm someone who loves to have a beer, and there's always a beer in the fridge for me and all guests that pop in. But with kids, my work, and just my overall health, I I, I can't and I don't drink often. I can't afford to not be on my game, and, and I simply don't like the foggy feeling I get by drinking alcohol. So I've tried non-alcoholic beers, but I guess I'm a bit of a beer snob because none of them have measured up to a real craft beer experience that I like. But now with athletic brewing, I can have a high quality, just flavorful and award-winning craft beer. And it's only 50 to 70 calories per can. And these beers just, they fit into any occasion. So I don't have to compromise on my social life or choose between having a great beer and, and just keeping my Clarity. So go ahead and check them out at athleticbrewing.com and use code GREG20 at checkout and receive 20% off your first beer order. And that's athleticbrewing.com. Or you can find them at your local liquor store or bottle shop. And I'll let you know, I'll be having one every single episode I record. They're that good. This episode is brought to you by my longtime partner, an amazing company, and brilliant product, Athletic Greens. I'm using Athletic Greens every day. Great taste, so quick and ready to go. Athletic Greens is a delicious blend of 75 superfoods and vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and a greens blend and more to support gut health, energy, and immunity and stress. I've also been doubling down on Athletic Greens vitamin D, a huge portion of the population are vitamin D deficient, myself included. And right now, Athletic Greens will give you a year supply of vitamin D for free and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Do yourself a favor and sign up. It makes a great gift for a family member or a friend. So sign up now and get a free year of supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase by visiting athleticgreens.com forward slash Greg. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash Greg. This episode is brought to you by Form. In my opinion, Form Smart Swim Goggles are the biggest thing to hit the swimming world. With Form Smart Swim Goggles, you can see all your key metrics while you're swimming, distance, your pace, stroke rate, and heart rate. The swim data is displayed on the goggle lens and you can customize the display to see the key metrics that you wanna see. I couldn't believe it when I first tried them. They fit like normal, comfortable goggles and the display is there, but it's not in the way. I consciously look at the lens to see my stroke rate and my pace, and my heart rate, and distance. If you're a pool swimmer, or an open water swimmer, I encourage you to check these goggles out. Please go to formswim.com forward slash Greg. Again, that is formswim.com forward slash Greg, and get $15 off the Form Smart Swim goggles at checkout, or use code GREG2021 at checkout. All right, today's guest, Ed Baker was last on the show in episode 61. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I really encourage you to do so. He's one of the most remarkable people I've had the pleasure of having on the show. Father of four, Harvard grad, MBA at Stanford Business School, investor, entrepreneur, growth specialist, and remarkable Ironman triathlete as well. A quick brief of his background. He built a company called Friendly, friend.ly, about 15 years ago to about 25 million users very rapidly. And Mark Zuckerberg saw this at Facebook and brought Ed over to become the head of growth for Facebook. Um, Ed stayed there until they hit about a billion users and then moved over to a very small little startup company called. Uber and became the head of growth and product at Uber for a number of years before moving back east and falling in love with the sport of triathlon um, and Ironman. On top of all of that, he's one of the best men I know. So welcome back and thanks for joining me once again on The Greg Bennett Show, Ed Baker. How are you, mate?
1: Doing well, Greg, and and thanks for your intro. It's too kind. I wish I could have you do all of my intros. (laughs) (laughs) You're more than
0: welcome, mate, and I think, you know, I just... I read out the resumes to some degree and you've been very busy. Um, it's been <laughs> un- incredible to watch. Um, I want today what I'd like to do is firstly kind of rehash um, what we talked about in the last episode a little bit, just so people can get a familiarity with you. Um, and then I kind of want to brush over your recent performances in the sport of triathlon and everything else. And then I want to really dive into You've been busy working on a new business, and I want to kind of discuss that with you um, as the primary focus of the show today. Sound good to you?
1: That sounds great. All Let's right. do it.
0: All right. Well, yes. Last episode, um, we discussed a lot about you know your life and and your training um, and and your incredible Ironmans that you've done, and, and we touched a little bit on sort of your you know, startup business world, like I mentioned in the introduction, um, and and how you're an expert on growth and identifying where the friction is in certain companies, which I was fascinated with. And I know you had a lot of people reach out after that episode that all said, "Hey, can you help me? Can you help us with our <laughs> friction?" Um, were you able to sort of work with any of those people, and, and have uh, you been uh, able to help other people since that uh, episode?
1: Uh, sure, I have, and it's been it's been nice to um, you know actually. Have some people reach out after after hearing me on the podcast and want to talk about growth in a bunch of different areas um and it really does often come back to that one thing you're just saying, which is how do you remove friction? Mm. You know so much of growth is just about making making the sign up process for a new user as easy as possible and as frictionless as possible mm. um, and so I think that's. If I had to say the the one key to growth, I, I think that would be it: is remove friction.
0: Yeah, I love I love that term, and I know there's been a number of uh, triathlon businesses that have have contacted you, and even non triathletes that have have called. Um, and you you've been very good at accepting a lot of those calls because I've had them come up to me and go, "Oh, I reached out to Ed, and he actually chatted to me for half an hour." <laughs> and, uh, um, so I think good on you for doing all of that. Um, and and recently, mate, you you've been training pretty hard. You've had some great success in some recent 70.3s, winning the main 70.3 and Santa Cruz 70.3 in this last yes. month or two. Um, and
1: my first time breaking four hours in both of those races, actually.
0: That's outstanding, mate. <laughs> so you're going to turn professional? What are we doing here?
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm 42 years old. I think I'm a bit old to be becoming pro at this age.
0: I don't know if you're too old when you're breaking, you know, four hours for those events, um, but, but both outstanding. I saw both those results. So, you know, well done on those. And you've been preparing for Ironman California, but uh, how's that final preparations gone?
1: I, I have been preparing for it. It's this Sunday. And um, this podcast might even come out after the, the race itself. Unfortunately, I had to make the decision yesterday not to go to California Um, I had the unfortunate news last week of testing positive for COVID, uh, getting a breakthrough case despite being vaccinated. Um, so that just kind of threw a wrench into my plans and, um, you know, I was really looking forward to it because I, I haven't done an Ironman in, I think almost three years. The last one I did was. Ironman Copenhagen in fact I've only raced two Ironmans finished two Ironmans in my life which was Lake Placid and then Copenhagen one month later Mm. and um, I took some time off after a bike accident and at the beginning of COVID and then for the past year and a half have really been getting back into shape and felt like I've gotten into the best shape of my life so I was excited to test myself and see how I could do at the full uh, Ironman distance this Sunday but I think I'm going to have to find another another race to prepare for oh, given mate. what, what I'm, happened.
0: I'm so sorry. And and look this <laughs> happens I know a lot of listeners out there are, are nodding their head going yep. Yeah. Actually I had um Tim Reed on the podcast a couple of well probably a month back now and and he said Greg you know last year in 2020 I trained for three full Ironmans and in the last two to three weeks, every one of them was canceled. So he did, oh, no. he did, he did this three times. He didn't get COVID, he didn't get sick um, like you did. And I hope you're feeling okay um, because it does knock you a lot, a, about a little bit, but I, I feel for you, mate.
1: Yes, Now, fortunately it's been a mild case and I think I'm pretty much over it. I um, basically just had a sore throat and some congestion Uh, and when I woke up the morning with a sore throat, I did an at home rapid test and it said it was positive. So that's when I went in to actually get a PCR test that was also positive. So I've just been quarantining for the past, uh, nine days. And, um, and so far I lost my sense of smell for a couple of days, but that's already come back. So, um, you know, I think I've been very lucky that it's been a mild case so far.
0: Oh, mate, I feel your pain. <laughs> um, as you know and probably listeners know, I had it in January this year. Yeah, and, um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it knocked me about for about 10 days. I had really bad fatigue. Laura lost her taste and smell, but I, I never lost that. I lost my appetite, so it didn't, <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of needed to at that point. I'd actually, it was nice, <laughs> right. nice to lose a pound or two. Uh, yeah. But no, not, never fun to get any kind of sickness, honestly, and especially when you've put months and months and months of work into preparing for a big events, so I feel I sure. feel for you, mate. But um, there'll be another. You race. know what?
1: This kind of stuff happens. <laughs> it it could have been a flat tire on race day, or yeah. you know, some yeah. other injury or illness, or like you said, these race cancellation. Um, it's just the world we live in, and I think uh, if I if I step back and think about the big picture, I just still feel very fortunate for many reasons to be where I am today.
0: That's a great attitude to have, mate. And thanks for sharing that. What what I want to do now is um, just a quick few uh, warm-up questions. We call them (laughs) rapid-fire questions just to get to know you a little bit more. And then I want to really sink our teeth into what you've just launched today, Um, even though we're recording this podcast a few days before. um, Your new business has launched today, the day of the launch of this podcast. So, But let's do this. Let's do these rapid-fire questions. All right. One, what is your favorite family vacation?
1: Ooh, favorite family vacation. Um, I I think it would probably be a beach vacation. Um, I I just enjoy hanging out with family on the beach, going in the ocean, um, being somewhere warm. Especially now that we live in Boston um, <laughs> and have very cold winters, uh, it's nice to be able to get an escape uh, in the winter months and go somewhere warm.
0: (laughs) Nice. But we'll have, we'll have to get you down to Florida. Um, we've just come out here. We're a bit snowbirds ourselves. We don't We do not hang around in Colorado in the winter months. All right. (laughs) I'd love to. (laughs) All right. First car you owned.
1: (laughs) Oh, first car I owned. This is a little bit embarrassing, but, um, it was a crown Victoria. (laughs) which my uh, my parents got me um, when I was in high school. It's like one of those police car-looking cars. And, uh, you know, my, my dad was really wanted me to be driving in a big safe car in case I was ever in an accident. And he thought that was, you know, one of the safer cars to get. But uh, it, it felt just kind of silly driving around in a Crown Vic when I was in high school.
0: <laughs> I, I love that. Did, did it have the bench seat in the front or was it two seats? Um, I,
1: yeah, it, it did have the bench seat in the front, I believe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they should bring bench seats yeah. back. That, that's the best. Yeah. I love that. And never be embarrassed about your first car. Mine was a yeah. 1974 Toyota Corolla in this okay. kind of mustardy colored. I had to park it on a slight downhill wherever I was because I had to clutch start yeah. it the whole time because it wouldn't start otherwise. Um, and it was my favorite car. I loved that. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, most important question of the day. How many episodes of the Greg Bennett show have you listened to?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, how many have there been? Because I've listened to most of them. Um, I, I actually need to look through. I don't think I've listened to every single one so far, but every time I go on a long run, The first thing I do is open up the the Greg Bennett Show podcast and I I look for any that I haven't listened to and I add them to my queue. So I've (laughs) actually gotten through most of them by now. And I listen to them at 1.5x. So I can sometimes get through a couple of them if I'm going on an extra long run, which is nice.
0: I'm the same. I listen, when I listen to them back, you know, I do the show Uh lots and times. I'm I'm 1.5 or whatever. And your your ear gets. I actually really like it at that speed. Did you listen to your own ep- episode?
1: Oh, you know, I, I don't like listening to myself. <laughs> I, I think I may have listened to some of it, but not the whole thing. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. How many episodes have there been? What number is this?
0: Uh, This is 95.
1: Oh wow. So uh, almost triple digits.
0: Yeah. We're going to have to do something special for the hundred. Um, all right. Yeah. And that was always my goal. I always said from the start, I will be doing a hundred, um, and, uh, no matter what. And I do intend to keep going beyond the hundred, but I, uh, I've, when I started this out with Laura, a typical athlete mindset, I said, right, if I'm going to start, um, consistency is key. I will be delivering yeah. a show every Monday for a hundred episodes. Ready? Go. And, uh, you know, I started with 12 pre-recorded before I actually launched. Um, and then it's just been a matter of uh, keeping it going. There's been a few weeks where it's been like, oh, I don't have a guest. Um, <laughs> and then at the last moment, I've been able to get a guest in. So, you know, it's been such a privilege, honestly, the, the, the people that are prepared to put aside sort of an hour, hour a half of their time just to sit and chat with me makes it's very, very special. So I've enjoyed each and every one of them. So um, thank you for coming on again for the second one.
1: (laughs) Oh, of course. Well, and I I love that you talked about that setting that goal of 100 um, podcasts. And, you know, I I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that removing friction is probably the number one key to growth. But if I had to add a second one, it would probably be goal setting. Mm. uh, Because, you know, understanding what is that North Star metric and where do we want that metric to be by a certain time? Uh, it just helps kind of align everyone on the team around, okay, this is what we're shooting for. Mm. Now let's go in that direction. Mm. So, even just setting a, a simple goal, like I want to get to 100 podcasts, like once you actually tell yourself that and commit to it, then it, Things just have a way of happening when you know when you know what you're aiming for.
0: Yeah, it's been amazing just on that, and I know we're in rapid fire question, but I do. do What I what I found was very interesting for me um, is when I retired from being a professional athlete in 2016, I kind of thought, oh, I'll go straight into a high performance role with Triathlon Australia or USAT or or one of these big you know triathlon. Countries and I applied for a couple of those jobs and and got to the final interviews but didn't get the jobs and I was like oh I wonder what I'm you know what what I'll end up doing here kind of thing did some coaching and it didn't really quite feel like the next thing for me and then I was like I I heard a quote from Chris Rock the comedian and Mm. and I love this he said you know I had this broken down rubbish of a car and I'd be always driving on the highway and it'd break down and I'd get out and put my thumb out asking for help or asking for a lift and nobody ever, ever stopped. And then he said, you know, one day it was absolutely teeming with rain and I was late for home or whatever it was. And he said, I got out and the car broke down again. I'm on the side of the highway. And I was like, I got to get this car off the road. I'm gonna have to just push it myself. I can't wait anymore. So he started pushing the car. And as soon as he started pushing the car, everybody started stopping to help him push the car and what i love about that was for me with starting the podcast actually getting out in the world yes being a bit vulnerable putting yourself out there you know and and there's a few critics out there that can be tough but it was like you know what just get started get going and by doing so it was amazing how many people have just jumped on board and um and and opportunities have arised and and it's just for me if there's any learning out of this it's like if you're thinking about doing something, if you're thinking about following your dream or starting something, just start. Just take the first step. So there's my little it's bit of motivation. so true. That's, that's
1: the life of an entrepreneur right there. <laughs> it, it is, it is. Just start,
0: yeah. right? And uh, we'll that's get to right. that with you a little bit in the show here about what you've just got going here. But um, let's keep moving on. Rapid fire okay. questions. Uh, two most used apps on your phone.
1: Oh, two most used apps. I'd have to say... Instagram and WhatsApp. Okay. Oh, and superhuman, uh, which is my email. (laughs) So um, between those three, I don't know. It's a pretty close tie.
0: All right. Good one. All right. Here's an interesting one. Out of 10, how cool would you say you are?
1: (laughs) Definitely below five. (laughs) What? <laughs> but i'm not sure how. i'm not sure how much below five
0: <laughs> come on you one of the coolest kids you, you had you were driving oh, a crown no.
1: a crown no, as I your def- first car especially oh and if you're saying how cool was i in high school then no, i just... think it would be like a one or a two <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes i do remember in the first episode we <laughs> yeah. recorded you said uh that running gave you that outlet because you, right. you weren't by a cool the time kid, i
1: and... was on the cross country and track team maybe i moved up to like a a three or a four or maybe a five
0: you know by
1: my senior year but no I definitely never felt very cool back then and I I still don't feel very cool today
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's funny how I mean the whole term cool I don't think any of us actually know what it really means (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's, like
1: a, yeah, it's true, a judgment
0: true. really that other people probably have of you and you're kind of like, yeah, I'm not sure I'm that cool guy. I don't know what you're talking right. about. Um, but <laughs> I think you're very cool. Uh, and like I said well, in the thanks, introduction. Greg. If I you think,
1: think I'm cool, then, you know, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that gets you a few points.
0: <laughs> well, let's see how you go in these next few questions and we'll really yeah. determine how cool you, you are. Okay. okay um, first job. First job.
1: Um, actually i worked at my dad's company in high school for a summer um and i was this was back in the late nine, mid 90s actually and i helped them build their website uh Mm -hmm. this was back when the internet was just kind of getting started and uh and so that was kind of a fun project to to build the website and show people at the company you know what you could do with a website. And I think I added a message board where people could write messages. And, um, so yeah, that was my first job.
0: Wow. And were you self-taught then? I mean, how how did you know how to do that? I
1: was self-taught. Yeah. I was, since I was in high school, I think I just, my brother and I, um, just kind of figured out how to, how to do it. And, you know, my brother was two years younger than me, but he was, he was better at building websites than I was, but it was, uh, it's just kind of a fun, uh, fun thing we did on the side.
0: Gosh, and here you are now, twenty-five years later. <laughs> uh, I love that. What a what a yeah. great first job. This was story. back
1: when I don't know if any of you remember GeoCities. I think that you could host your own website on on GeoCities back then, and so and this was back when you could pretty much buy any domain name you wanted to. A lot of them were available. Um, so it was a, a different different days back then.
0: I didn't even know what the internet was, mate. I, I <laughs> you know what's crazy though in saying that I I finished high school in '89. And I thought, oh, this computer thing seems to be really taking off. So I actually, my first degree was in computer programming. So I actually went and spent a number of years learning how to program computers, which does not suit me at all, my personality or anything. Um, But it did Mm. help me become better at managing facts and logic um, Mm. as, as an emotional, passionate athlete it actually did help my career um, as an athlete in understanding managing logic because that's all programming was. It was like, you know, you write thousands of lines of code and there's this, you know, one full stop, one period that's out of place and the whole program's not working Um, and so every logical step had to be in place. So it was very good for me to understand that very basic raw level of programming Um, but I never took it any further than doing that degree. I went on, did another degree in sort of a human movement, you know, sports huh. science, sports oh, marketing. But um, my computing, yeah, I, I kind of then missed the rest of the 90s where I probably should have kept applying myself <laughs> as you did.
1: Well, it's never too late, right?
0: No, no, yeah, that's right. All right. Um, who would you want to play you in a movie of your life? <laughs>
1: Oh man, that wouldn't be the best the most interesting movie. Oh come
0: on. Um, After your but, introduction. Uh,
1: <laughs> I guess if it's gonna happen, can I play myself? <laughs> yeah,
0: why not? You see yourself as a bit of an All actor. Right.
1: <laughs> I, I've got to make sure it's done, you know, done accurately. So yeah. so yeah, I'll I'll do it.
0: All right, perfect. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh which decade of music is the best?
1: Oh, I I I like the eighties. I think I'd have to go with the 80s. Oh,
0: you just moved right up to a nine out of coolness. (laughs) All right.
1: That makes me a little (laughs) more cool. All right.
0: In my world. In my little world. (laughs) All right. Where is somewhere you haven't been you'd like to go?
1: Uh, You know, I've never been to, um, on like a safari in Africa. Mm. And that's something I've always wanted to do.
0: One of the best trips. We we did that for our honeymoon. Absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. Just did 10 days, went to three different um, game reserves. But it was just loved it. Boy, do they do. And they're yeah. beautiful resorts there too. Um,
1: I've, I've heard it's it's spectacular. And oh, the other place I still haven't been that I would love to go is New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Australia, which was awesome, uh, but I've never been to New Zealand. All right, well, And my coach, Dan Pluz, as you know, is, is out there and um, I've just heard it's a spectacular place.
0: Absolutely. You got to go try yeah. out NZ. Um, well, you should just do a world trip Go through Africa yeah. and then New Zealand and come back around. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Final <laughs> rapid fire question. Greatest movie of all time.
1: Uh, let's see. Greatest movie of all time. Um, you know, uh, this isn't obviously isn't the greatest movie of all time, but it's one that I've watched with my kids multiple times over the past couple of years, and I just love it. Uh, and it's called The Greatest Showman. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Um, And I just, uh, you know, while I'm not going to say that's the greatest movie of all time, I have to say that during COVID, it's been my favorite movie to watch with my kids. And the first time I watched it, I thought, oh, this is going to be a kid's movie. I'm not going to enjoy it. But what I liked about it was it really tells the story of an entrepreneur who's trying to find product market fit. (laughs) And he... (laughs) <laughs> you know, at first, doesn't have it, but he keeps iterating until he finds it. And it just shows, you know, a lot of the ups and downs of, you know, being an entrepreneur and um, you know, building a team and motivating a group of people and inspiring a group of people. And I also know it's probably not accurate at all in terms of what actually happened with that story. but I, I just find it entertaining and I think it has a good soundtrack too.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the cast is amazing. Hugh Jackman's one of yeah. my favorite, I think. Yeah, in he's Zach, awesome. Zac Efron, I think. Yeah, that's um, right. He's in there too. I'm trying to think. I'm not very good with the Hollywood names, but I do know a couple. Yeah. And I, I, I do remember that movie and it was uh, yeah. was outstanding. So yeah, good, good one. All right. Now, I want to get into the chunk of what this show is about. Um, and today being Monday, uh, October 25th. You have just launched a new company. Let's start by saying, well, firstly, what's the name of it and what is it?
1: All right. So, yes, today we are launching it. It's called Any Question. And it's an app uh, for the iPhone. We're going to have Android available in December. Um, But basically, it's an app that allows experts to... um, to basically answer questions that any of their fans might have. And when I say experts, ultimately the goal is any expert in the world on any topic um, could join this platform and tell all their their followers and fans, hey, I'm on any question, come here and ask me any questions. Uh, but we are launching with the sport of triathlon as our first vertical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh as of today, uh, Monday, when this podcast comes out, we will have about 35 of the top triathletes and coaches in the world. Um, I think most of whom have been on your podcast already, Greg, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, because I know you've, you've been the one who's helped me get all these people onto the app. Um, but, uh, they'll all be on there and anyone who wants to, um, Install the app and ask any of them any questions. Is now free to do so.
0: Brilliant. And so, why why would they any question be any different from say a, a Quora or a Reddit or any of these other platforms that are kind of out there that people can ask questions?
1: Sure. G- good question. So th- there there are a few differences. If if we look at Quora, for example, Quora is a website that allows you to go at post any question you want, but you're not actually asking a specific expert that question. You're just putting the question out there and basically anyone on the internet Mm. can then try to answer the question. And, um, this is more about going to a specific expert, you know, and if you want to ask Jan Frodeno a question about, you know, what is his race cadence, or you want to ask, uh, Lucy Charles, a question about, you know, what, what is her favorite shoe to race in? Um, you can go to specific experts And um, you can ask them questions. So I think that's the first big difference uh, from platforms like Quora. Uh, But then another difference is uh, the answers themselves are videos. Mm. So these experts, instead of typing an answer, like you might see in a Reddit AMA, uh, they're actually going to record short videos of themselves answering the question. Um, And by the way, those, those answers will then be shared with everyone. It's not just a one, one-on-one thing. Mm. So it, it feels a bit more like a video AMA. Um, so I, would say those are, those are a couple of the key differences. I guess the, another difference is that this is a subscription based platform. So, um, in the same way that you pay a monthly subscription for, you know, Spotify or Netflix or masterclass, um, this is going to be $15 a month. Mm -hmm. for people to subscribe but if you pay that flat fee of 15 dollars a month you get unlimited access to ask as many questions as you want to all the experts on the platform to listen to all their answers Um, and like i said we're just starting with triathlon as the first vertical our goal is to add you know start off adding a bunch of other sports so we ultimately have pretty much every sport on there but then we also want to add other verticals like you know cooking, music, art, um and all kinds of other stuff. Mm. so uh, that's that's the plan. and we're going to keep that monthly um, subscription uh, cost flat at fifteen dollars a month. at least that's the that's the plan at this time.
0: Well, it sounds like it could go anywhere. I mean, you could <laughs> no, seriously, it's like you could I know first time mums and uh, you know parenting questions to you know to have the to be able to have direct access to an expert that can potentially help you with any question, and you know where that information is specifically coming from, um, I, I, I guess I want to kind of understand. You know, you're obviously in a position in your life where you know after your time with with Facebook and Uber, and 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 I know you're an advisor and investor with you know companies like Whoop and Zwift and numerous other companies in the endurance space and the in the wellness space, but you're obviously in a position that you probably don't have to work. And so I guess the question comes back to why, um, why have you built this app? And, and why was it important to, to do so?
1: That's, that's a fair question. And, um, I, I am fortunate to be in a position where I, I don't have to work right now. Um, and I told myself after I left Uber that I wanted to take some time off and, um, and that whatever I do next, I want to make sure I only do it if I have a huge amount of conviction, and it's something that I just really believe in and feel very passionate about. And for the last four years, that's basically been investing in startups and helping other um, other founders build their businesses, and I've uh, really enjoyed doing that. Uh, and Knowing how difficult it is to start a company, I actually told myself, I I don't know if I'm ever going to want to start another company, and I'm definitely not going to do it unless I have some idea that I just can't stop thinking about, um, where I have that true conviction that this is a product that needs to exist in the world, and it doesn't yet exist, and I need to build it. So, I wasn't sure if I'd ever have an idea that I felt that strongly about, Uh, but... Earlier this year, um, I I started thinking about that and uh, thinking about this idea. And I, I have to say, part of the inspiration behind this idea was when I was listening to to your bo- podcast, Greg. Um, <laughs> and I was, you know, realizing, wow, I'm learning so much listening to this uh, podcast every time I go on a long run and listening to to Greg Bennett interview the best triathletes in the world, and he's asking them. A lot of the questions I would want to ask them if I were to you know sit down and have a coffee with one of them. but Greg's asking them those questions, and I get to listen in. I get to be the fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. and I realized how much I learned uh, from listening to each of these episodes. and um, it occurred to me this is this is stuff that I can't just do a Google search and and find these answers. You know there's certain types of there's certain types of information that you just can't find no matter how long you spend searching on Google. But if you go to the best people in the world and you ask them, you can get, you can get that information, um, quickly and efficiently. And, um, I just, I just noticed that as I was listening to your podcast and I felt, well, it applies for triathlon. And, but then I kind of stepped back and thought, well, it also would apply for really any, any other area of expertise. Mm. Um, so that that was part of what inspired me to uh to start building this app i just thought this needs to exist mm-hmm. and i guess part of it too is i was think as i listened to your podcast you know most of the times you'd ask a lot of the same questions i would want to ask but there would also be times i'd think oh i wish i could ask them this question or i wish i could ask them this question um and so that was also part of what made me decide i want to build an app where anyone can ask any of these experts any question they want. And that answer will be shared with all of the fans. Um, So it's not like an app like Cameo where you pay hundreds of dollars to talk to a celebrity or not even talk to them, to ask a celebrity to record a birthday message for one of your friends or something like that. This is much more about getting that authentic um, information from experts and then allowing that to be shared with everyone.
0: I love that. Well, firstly, thank you um, for mentioning the show and that that might have been a small part of your inspiration. It, it makes me feel very good about what I do. And um, and you're right. I I don't get to ask every question that a listener might be wanting from a uh, from an expert. Um, so I think it's great to have sort of a, a platform that like you've built to. Have people that might even listen to a podcast with me and a certain expert, and they go, "Hang on, they're on on this on this platform called Any Question." I can go and do follow up questions. You know, I heard them on the Greg Bennett Show or wherever else, and I, I've got these follow up questions. So I think it's, I think it's fantastic that you've you've put that together. A quick reminder to do yourself a favor and sign up to Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens also makes a great gift for any family member or friend. So sign up now and get a free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase by visiting athleticgreens.com forward slash Greg. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash Greg. If you want to see all your key metrics like pace, distance, stroke rate, and heart rate while you swim, You need the Form Smart Swim Goggles. Go to formswim.com forward slash Greg. That's formswim.com forward slash Greg and get $15 off or you can use code GREG2021 at checkout. If you enjoy a beer but want to keep your clarity, stay in your game, then you have to try Athletic Brewing. I was just simply blown away by how good they taste. Just a true craft beer. Go check them out at athleticbrewing.com. That's athleticbrewing.com. And use code Greg twenty at checkout and receive twenty percent off your first beer order. I remember you came back because you know after we had that episode um, episode sixty one that you were on, it was very soon after you actually did bring up uh, this idea with me um, of, of a platform where you know a, a fan can ask an expert um, a question, and and we both got kind of. Enthused about it um, and I guess I want to kind of talk about now the the process of what it's taken to build this new little startup this 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 tech startup and what that's been like with you and the phases that you've had to go through to get it to this point to launch day
1: sure well uh, gosh let's see where do I start um, I guess you know any startup usually starts with some sort of idea, like we just discussed. Mm. So kind of first started as this idea of there's needs to be something like this that exists, uh, that needs to be something like this in the world. Um, And then, you know, you, you were one of the first people I um, ran the idea by. And I I did the same thing with a few other, you know, friends that I, I trusted and, and valued their feedback and in that process, I, you know, every person I spoke with and got some feedback from, it allowed me to kind of iterate on, on the idea a bit in my head before I actually started building anything. And um, I think that's, that's an important um, part of, of starting something mm-hmm. is making sure you spend plenty of time thinking about the idea talking to people about the idea, iterating on the idea in your head mm. <laughs> before you actually start, you know just building an app or coding something, it's a lot faster to iterate th- on things in your head than it is to iterate <laughs> on an app once you're coding it and designing it and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, so I think that's something if I look back in the past at some of the other things I've built in the past, I often would like jump in and try to start building it right away. Um, this time around, I I'd say I spent probably a couple of months, um, really just thinking about it before I actually started working on it, um, and building it. So, and I think that's also because as as I mentioned before, I, I had this kind of higher, higher bar of this needs to be something I just have 100% conviction about before I, actually invest more time and energy and everything into, into building it. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that that was the first step, um, which again, probably was a couple of months. Um, and then when I got to a point where I, I felt like I had an idea of how this, um, what this product could actually look like, how this app could function. Um, the next thing I did was, um, I needed to find, uh, a small team to work with to help me build the app. Uh, and so that that was kind of the next step. And um, for that, I, I started working with a contracting firm based in the Bay Area that a friend of mine had recommended and I had heard great things about them. Um, so I reached out to them and basically with them, started to uh, first design the wireframes and uh, you know, started just kind of designing what the app would actually look like, uh, and got that to a good point. And once that was in a good point, that's when we finally started um, working with engineers to start building the app. Mm. So those were those were kind of the first steps to building the app. Um, in in parallel, uh, I was thinking, well, the only way this app is going to work is. If we actually have true experts on the platform, and we need to we need the best experts in the world to be on this platform. It can't just be any random person. And given my passion for triathlon uh, and the fact that your podcast was a big part of what inspired me to build this in the first place, uh, that's where kind of i I started talking with you and saying, "Well, Greg, what do you think of this idea? Do you think this could work? Um and if so, do you think you, you, could you help me get some of these same people that are on your podcast, um, onto the app mm-hmm. and, uh, you can probably, uh, you can probably t- take over this part of the story better <laughs> than I can in terms of how that, that whole process has gone.
0: Yeah. Well, well, I think, uh, what was exciting about it is when you did come to me and said, look, you know, we got, we got this app, well, firstly the idea. And then you, you said, how about, you know, we look at triathlon as the very first vertical of what we want to do um, for the app to launch with the app. And, and I thought, how fantastic. Um, not only do I love the sport of triathlon, um, but I also have, you know, great connections with some of the greatest to ever do it. And, um, and so for me, it was a natural fit, obviously to reach out to basically, like you said, everybody that's been on the, on the podcast or has been a friend of mine at least, and, and just introduce them to you and the platform and what it's going to look like. Um, and every single one of them, every single one of them, um, have come back and, you know, say, yes, let's do it. Let's, let's get on board. Um, some are going to be for the launch. Some are going to be what we call fast follows. These are all terminologies that I've learned from you over time that, that, um, <laughs> and, and I think, you know, each of them have been exciting to have a new way to be able to have a direct relationship with their fans and, um to be able to use video rather than having to type, it creates a, a nice uh, human connection. Um, and so, you know, they've all jumped at the opportunity. I think everybody's excited that triathlon is the first vertical in the sense of something that could become the next Instagram type thing, you know, the next place where people it really takes off. Um, I think there's enormous potential. And, and I think everybody's excited to be, you know, one of the first experts and just like today, I think people will be signing up going, hey, I was one of the first subscribers to this new wonderful platform that is now, you know, I'd love to say in a couple of years, we're all talking about remember when and everybody that's signing up now will be able to go, yeah, I was one of the top 100 first subscribers or whatever, or for top 1000 subscribers. And um, there's not many people that can obviously do that. Um, you know, it's limited to be able to get on board early and you know, and, and I think the experts feel the same way, uh, whether that's a Jan Fridina or a, a Lucy Charles Barclay, um, Sam Appleton, Ben the uh, Chelsea Sidaro, there There's so many great names on there of people that have just said, yeah, I want to get on board and I want to get involved early. Um, so I, I think you mentioned earlier um, next verticals. Um, what does that look like? for you in terms of new verticals coming out? Do you have an idea of timeline when, uh, other verticals are going to come on board?
1: You know, I think that's something we still need to figure out. And Greg, this is something I'd love your help with <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I, think, um, we're going to be, I'd like to get to as many new verticals as possible as quickly as possible. Mm. And so I think some of the natural next verticals after triathlon, uh, would include, um, mountain biking, cycling, swimming, running, mm-hmm. and some of these other endurance sports. Um, but you know, I, I think it'll also be exciting to get a, a lot of other sports like tennis, golf, basketball, football, um, formula one racing. And, uh, and then I'm also excited to get, you know, business experts on the platform. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned before, I'd love to get some of the top chefs in the world on the platform and um, musicians and um, chess players, poker players, uh, you know, you name it. So um, I I think we, I'd like to come up with a a more thoughtful plan in terms of which verticals do we go after and which order. But uh, I think launching with triathlon, we are going to learn a lot. In this process, uh, that will hopefully help us launch a bunch of other verticals very, very quickly. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I guess on on that, you know, starting out with triathlon, uh, you've shared it with a lot of friends and, and business associates. I, I guess the, the the way of probably phrasing this question is not right, but you know, why do you think any question will be successful? Um, and and I guess you know what has been the feedback of the people that you've shared it with? Has it you know what have been their thoughts on it?
1: Sure. So you know, I feel like as a um, as a fan myself, I always had the conviction this will be successful for fans. Um, this is something if if the experts are on the platform, I believe people uh, who are the fans are going to come on and want to ask these experts questions. Mm-hmm. That was the part I had the most conviction around when I first had the idea the part that was a bit more of a question mark for me is are the experts going to be excited about this platform and um i thought they would be but i just i just wasn't sure because you know i'm not i'm not a world expert myself at least not in triathlon or you know may, maybe in like one little area i am but i'm not someone who has hundreds of thousands or millions of followers on instagram and so it was hard for me to know how appealing this idea would be to someone uh, like that. Um, but what's been really exciting for me is, as we have spoken with these um these world experts that that do have those large followings, uh, they every single one um has gotten really excited about this. And uh, I guess I was expecting a bit more uh, hesitation. <laughs> but um so far, everyone's really excited. So, again, we, we will learn a lot more, um, tomorrow once we look at our initial data, um, (laughs) from this launch, but, uh, so far it's looking really promising. Mm. And so I think for both experts and fans, um, it just feels like, um, something that at least everyone I've spoken with so far seems to be pretty excited about the idea. Mm -hmm. Now I'm sure there will be Things we run into that we're not expecting with any startup, there always are ups and downs. Um, But I have to say this is um, something that the more time I spend on it and the more I work on it, the more. The more excited I get, not the less excited. So so far that's uh, that's a good sign, I think
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a great sign. And I mean, in your in your world of you know tech startups, you've worked with the the biggest and the best, you know when we include Facebook and Uber in there and your your network of of people that you've worked with, have you shared it within that network or have you kind of kept it to yourself?
1: I've shared it with a few of my closer friends in that network, and um, that's mostly been more on the consumer or fan side of things and in terms of their feedback. and again that's that's been quite positive. So um, I'm excited now to share it with everyone now that we are officially launching. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I've kind of kept it to a closer group of, of friends up until now. Um, and in fact, one of the other people uh, I mentioned you were one of the first people I shared the idea with. another one of the first people I shared the idea with was uh, was Jan, Jan Ferdano. Mm-hmm. When I trained with him for a week in Spain, that was when I was, you know, I think right around the same time I, I was talking to you about it, um, it was interesting to hear his his feedback then. And it was actually really helpful back then, too, to hear the things that excited him about the idea, but also some of the things, some of the questions he had um, that influenced how we thought about building the product.
0: I know that it's great that you're able to go do that week in Girona with him and, 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 yeah. and, and nut that out even a little bit more with probably one of the biggest names, obviously in the sport of triathlon and, and being that that's want to be the first vertical. And, uh, it was exciting to have you actually just really excited to be on board, um, early, you know, and I think that's definitely kudos to you, um, in terms of what you've built. So if, if I'm a listener, I, I I'm interested on in getting on board, you know, how do I go about signing up and, and what does that all look like?
1: Yeah. So it's, um, pretty straightforward. Uh, basically now that, now that we've launched as the Davis podcast comes out, you can just go to the app store, um, to download the app, any question, just one word, A and Y question. And, um, Oh, the one thing I should mention is uh, we're, we're running a special promotion for all of the experts that are on the platform mm. where any of their fans can can get access to the app for one week for just $1. Uh, and so that will give people time to try it out, ask a bunch of questions, see if it's something they value. And if so, then then you can decide to pay $15 a month if you think it's worth it but that first week is just uh, $1. Mm. So the best way to, to get that promotion is probably to go to any of the 35 um, experts who are on the app, go to their Instagram. And I think most of them are going to be sharing their um, kind of referral code. Uh, Greg, I know you have one as well as an expert on the platform. So if in doubt uh, you can just go to, will that be on your Instagram, Greg, or what's the best way yeah, I, that's that. on my
0: Instagram now. I'll also have it in the show notes. Um, I, I'll also list out the uh, experts that are on the platform already in the show notes, which you can find at um, bennettendurance.com forward slash media. You'll be able to find the show notes there. So you can you can find all the experts there and just go to their Instagram uh, handles and they'll have it in their profile links. Oh, yeah, you can sign up using mine, which is just at uh, the Greg Bennett Show on Instagram, um, and you'll see it in my profile there. Just click on that, and uh, it'll yeah. take you. And so then, that's where you can get the one dollar for the first week trial. Right. If you do download straight off the app without going through one of the experts, um, you won't get the one dollar. But it's you know that'll be straight into the subscription side of things. But uh, so yeah. yes, fi- find an expert, um, sign up under one of them or mine, and uh, it's, it's really quite simple from there.
1: Oh, and the uh, the other thing I should mention is. Um, if you do use one of the experts referral, um, codes, then they also get, um, a bonus. So it's kind of doing them a favor if you sign up using their code. So hopefully that's a win, win.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. All right. So we've launched, um, what do you see is next? What's the next part we talk about the next verticals? Um, do you have other things that you want to be doing with the app that are, are not there now? Um, you know, what, what's the next journey of a startup like this after the launch? Because it's... Yeah,
1: well, the launch is just the very, very beginning of this journey. And um, I'm sure there's a ton we're going to learn um, as we start to look at the data and actually see, you know, are people using this thing or not? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm sure there were go- are going to be bugs. I'm sure things are going to break. <laughs> so we'll need to fix that stuff as well. Um, the part I'm most excited about is starting to build out the team. Mm. And, you know, I mentioned to you, I worked with this contracting firm out in California to build the app. Um, There's some other contractors that um, have been been working with me on this. And um, I also mentioned, Greg, you've been extremely helpful so far um, as not only in the early days, a friend to bounce ideas off of, but you know all of your help. You know onboarding experts and and just really like uh, you, you've been you've been the person I've spoken to the most about this idea since getting started. And I'm hoping I can uh, you know can get you even more involved over time um, because you've just been um, an amazing person to be able to um, kind of put this thing to get together with and launch it with. So um, I hope that that
0: can continue as well (laughs) i appreciate that man i appreciate the recognition it's very 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 nice of you to say and it's been absolutely for me just being able to work alongside one of the great minds in the world i feel like i'm getting a master's degree just by hanging out with you every time we have a phone call i (laughs) i I walk away my brain's like on fire and uh for me it's been such a treat these last few months um i want to conclude the show as as I often do, um, with guests and asking just a couple of questions. Um, first one, what's one piece of advice you could share on how to optimize life for an individual?
1: One piece of advice, I would say focus. Uh, it's so, there's so many things out there that can be distractions And, uh, I think it's, and I I have to say, I'm not always the best at following this advice myself, (laughs) but I'm trying to get better at it, which is step back and think about all of the things in your life that, that you spend time on and how many of those things actually matter and are important. And I think if you can remove all of the distractions and say, these are the, you know, three things I want to focus on in my life. And those are the things I'm going to spend time on. Uh, then I, I think that just, um, that that allows you to do those, those things very well um, versus just kind of letting all the distractions, um, you know, kind of, I, I think causes, causes you not to be able to do those other things quite as well.
0: I love that you know I've said, and you've probably, like you said, you've listened to quite a few of these episodes, but <laughs> I've been a big advocate of you know reducing the noise um, yes. around you for me, that's television, media, all of that i, I don't I don't partake um, yes. and, and reducing Agreed. that noise has been significant, and then it's identifying and prioritizing what's truly important to you, and then how do you manage that? Um, I even yes. know, you know, with you, it's been, you know, when we want to have a meeting, you say, oh no, it's it's dinner time with the family. We don't, you know, mm-hmm. it's not budgetable. That is, that is the most important meeting of the day or the, and, and you've often come back and, and I've loved that because it's, you understand what's truly important, okay? number one, I want to make sure that that time's critical. Number two, I, I need my health. Uh, number three, I've got the business and it's not to say this is the order of every day. Sometimes that order changes. Um, but then putting those for me, I almost look at it as you put them into little bubbles. And so I got my bubble over here, 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 and then prioritizing those bubbles each day of what's truly important. And, um, I don't know how you and your wife, Sarah, work it out, but I know with Laura, you know, we'll often sit down first thing in the morning, usually about 4.30 in the morning before the kids get up and we'll say, all right, here's my day, here's yours. All right, how are we gonna focus on time for the family, time for work, whatever it is. And yes. take action in controlling your days, right?
1: <laughs> yes, 100%.
0: I, I like that, I really like that, focus everybody. All right, um, who's one living person you'd love to share a drink with?
1: My answer for this question is Greg Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> <That was laughs> no, but Greg. seriously, it, it really is because Greg, I, I feel like over this past year, um you I, I've gotten to know you so well and I just feel like you've become such a good friend. And it's crazy for me to think that we haven't actually ever met in person. <laughs> you know, we've had tons of FaceTime calls, phone calls, uh. these podcast interviews, but um I would love to, I'm looking forward to the day, hopefully sometime soon, where we can actually sit down in person and have a drink together.
0: Well, we're getting uh, closer. that is
1: long overdue.
0: <laughs> we're getting closer. I'm on the East Coast. Um, so, and you know, it's funny, uh, I, I've done a number of these podcasts in person um, over the last, you know, couple of months and... Oh, just to be able to sit across and have a drink with somebody you know i've been cracking open an athletic brewing you know brew yes it, yes and, and it's it actually it sets the mood and you have this nice conversation with somebody and it's something that i don't take for granted um you know doing remote conversations is fine but to be able to sit have a coffee a beer whatever it is um I i i you know I'm I'm right back at you, mate. I, I, let's make it. Let's make it happen. We
1: will make it happen before the <laughs> yeah. end of the year. Okay, oh, yeah. we got to make it happen in 2021.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, anything else we want to add um, today? I think you know this has been great. Congrats again on getting to launch day. Anybody that knows that's tried to build a startup, build a new business, the amount of work just to get to launch. Um, like you said, it's not a hundred percent. It's not perfect. And the more metrics we get back, um, we'll be able to build upon. Um, but getting to launch that huge kudos, mate, congrats on, on getting to you. Fantastic.
1: Thanks Greg. And thanks so much for having me on the show. I guess just the one thing I'll add is with any startup, there's probably a 90% chance of failure. And, um, I'm keeping that in mind here too, but either way, this is going to be a great journey. And, um, hopefully we're going to be in that 10%, uh, you know, with a successful outcome. But, um, even if not, it's, it's been an exciting journey so far and I'm looking forward to to what's ahead.
0: I right. Well said. And I think it is all about the journey and, and look at the, you've done the six months prep. The gun has just gone off today. Um, and the race has just That's started. Right. So it's, Here we go. Uh, And so, mate, I want you to embrace the journey, enjoy the process. And again, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all your knowledge again.
1: Thank you, Greg.
0: All right. Everybody, thank you for listening. And you can find, like I said, the show notes, timestamps, the links, and uh, all the coupon codes at bennettendurance.com forward slash media. Thanks again, Ed. Stay on the line, mate. Cheers.